Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. The long-awaited return of the Shades of Night podcast. We back, baby. We back, baby. Feels good. Um, it's me, Ashton. We got Zach here. Hello. Um, we were gonna have Aiden. Uh, Zach, you want to tell what happened with Aiden? Well, Aiden is too high to be here, so <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. He, well, he was almost here. He was almost here. Forgot his mic. Went back. Decided that he needed to smoke. We don't. Fast. We don't know if that's the exact story. But we <laughs> just, think we're just assuming. <laughs> we think, and then there's he just said, eh, "Yeah, I'm, I'm too high." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which let's be real, Aiden. It's not neither gonna, here nor there. He's not going to listen to this. So. He's not going to listen. He's not going to know what we talked about. Um, we're going to go over a couple things. We're going to go over. We're both jazz fans. We're talking about the jazz mm-hmm. from Utah. We're going to talk about the NBA season, who we got winning it all, who we got for some of the awards and stuff like that. We're going to talk about the NFL because we're Giants and Eagles fans. And damn it, is what a time to be alive for us. Um, Feeling fine. We're going to talk about our favorite show, one of them, The Grand Tour. Hmm. Comes out with a new special. Do you remember what it's called? No. We'll, we can talk about what it is later. And then we're going to talk about <laughs> one of the shows that we watched recently. Um, a really good show. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. The Boys. Yeah. Um. So we'll talk about that. Uh. But overall, lots of things to discuss. Um. Lots of things. A to... Scandi flick. Yeah, it's like about... Scandinavian. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. That's um, what it's called. Um. So. To get started, the Utah Jazz. Mm. Tank note. I, I don't know how to feel about this upcoming season. I, I can tell you how to feel. Don't watch the games. Oh, I'm going to watch the games. I'm going to watch very little Utah Jazz this season. <sighs> did you watch the preseason game? I watched highlights. I did watch highlights as well. So, mixed emotions on it because I'm excited that things are changing and I'm also not excited that things are changing. The uniforms are so bad. The uniforms are bad. The uniforms are so bad. Watching the highlights, seeing them on court, I was hopeful. I was hopeful that once we saw them on court, something would change in my mind. I'd, I'd, home court might be better. Home court might be better, but like... Still. Still. Yeah. Might be better than what? Like, these away jerseys are garbage. Yeah, it wasn't good. They were so um, bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we got... So, the only returning players that are worth noting, and there are a couple more, but you got Mike Conley, and you got uh, Jordan Clarkson. Excuse me, you're forgetting about Rudy Gay. No, he's not important. He's not Jared without, Butler, not he's important. A, he's a locker room cancer, apparently. Dude, did you watch him in that game? Yeah, terrible. He, he looked like he had zero desire to be there. He looked like he was trying to hurt the team. Yeah, Rudy Gay is bad. Yeah, at this stage in his career, he is really bad. I don't think he did. he just doesn't want to be in Utah anymore. Do any of us? <laughs> That's a Damn. legitimate question. Post: Did any of us want to be here anymore? <laughs> okay. Um. So going into this season, I think there's a couple things that we need to watch before before you get into that. I just want to mention. When I was watching, get it? It was just the highlights. It didn't feel like I was watching the Jazz. It felt like a different I was... jersey. Yeah, completely different players. It didn't feel like my team. No, and it's like I get it. It's gonna take a little while, but like we'll get used to it. 
I I was just sitting there and I'm like I don't care about this. For the time being, I felt pretty terrible about yeah. watching like that those even just the highlights. I didn't watch. And like it's game. a first preseason game, so like you got to cut them a little bit of slack. But dude, I think there's a couple things to watch. I think we're gonna get a Jerry Stackhouse type Colin Sexton season, where there's literally nothing stopping him from scoring 28 points a game. Yeah. With zero rebounds, zero assists on terrible efficiency. <laughs> if he starts. He didn't start this game. What's he didn't up even with that? Start. What is up with that? Like I get it. You got other players for Donovan Mitchell, but the main part of that trade is Colin, Colin Sexton. And we're how paying do, him. How do you quite a bit? How do you trade Donovan Mitchell and not start the player you got for him? The main player. Yeah. Now I think this is also worth noting is we got a couple young guys from the trade. Oche Abaji. Um, we got Walker Kessler from the Rudy Gobert trade. Yeah. I loved Walker Kessler in this game. Yeah. I thought he was really he solid. He's he's moving, like he's a really big dude. Yeah, like he is a. Is he like seven two? He's seven two, yeah. like two fifty five. That's a huge man, yeah. and he moves really well. Yeah, for someone that size, like we have Yudoke Azabuki, who cannot move up and down an NBA floor at no. any reasonable level. He moves so slow, he gets played off the court. Yeah, didn't seem like that with Walker Kessler. He had like eleven points and like six rebounds, um, like. Five seven for the field. He only played like ten minutes. He though. played thirteen minutes. Okay, see, like that's solid. Um, Oche Baji played like eight. Yeah, give him more minutes. Give him more minutes first. At least see what you got there. Yeah, because I he has potential, dude. I like um, potential as in I think he'd be a solid three and D player. Like I think he'd be a starter that. on a good team. I'll take that. But I don't think no, star potential. I don't see it personally. Okay. But well, he's what he's he's like twenty one though, isn't he? He's twenty one. He's an older rookie though. Give him. He played three years at Kansas, but he's a national champion. He was the best, one of the best players, if not the best player, on that Kansas national championship. Give team. him a couple years. I'll give and him a couple we'll, years. We'll see, um, I I really want to see Colin Sexton succeed in this. Yeah. Role. I, I I like him. I like his drive. He just seems mm-hmm. like he wants to be wherever. The place believes in him. If he can improve his assist game, he's so small. He needs to be a playmaker. And that's the thing is, um, what the Cavs? He wasn't. No, he wasn't at all. But he was also playing next to Darius Garland. Yeah, he didn't he need in, to be. What? He didn't need to be. No, he was there to score. Yeah. And he's an elite scorer. A borderline elite scorer. Yeah, he can be elite. He can be yeah. an elite scorer. But the thing with Colin is. Are we on first name basis now? I think we are. Okay. I, I, I mean, I'm ready to say I love you. I don't know if I'm there yet, but all right. <laughs> um, the thing with Colin is, he just seems like a guy that's driven to be wherever they believe. Like belief in him and mm-hmm. like loyalty is a super big thing. Just from my outside perspective on the videos and the interviews I've watched of him, yeah. he seems like he wants to be in Utah because Utah took a bet on him yeah. and they paid him, and they want him to be here for the time being. And he wants to put in the work. He 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 seems like a really hard worker. Work, yeah. I've been following him since high school. When for Ball's life, he was like big internet sensation. It was him versus Jalen Hands. Yeah, Jalen Hands never made the league or made an impression in the league. I should say he played at UCLA, but it was those two going up against each other. I've, so I've been watching Colin Sexton YouTube videos for a good <laughs> six years. Like Colin Sexton's my dog. Yeah. So I'm really freaking excited to have him here. Now, of course, I think this team's going to win 20 games. I give him 25, but yeah, we're right in the same I want to be in that top three of the lottery. I want to see Scooter Henderson. I want to see Victor Wimbignana. I want to see it's those. Not, it's not going to happen. I'm I don't want to see those right type now. of names. I want to see at least be in contention. Like, I want a chance. Sure. Put us in the lottery. Like, just give us some balls in that big round ball. 
Give us some ping pong I balls, man. I hate how the NBA does that. They should literally just press a button on a computer. It's ridiculous because they what? don't even show us the 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 ping pong. No, balls. what's the point? And what's what's the point? Just shift to how the NFL does it, which is like worth worst. I disagree with that. Do you? Because tanking is a big problem in the NBA. Yeah. I like the idea of the lottery, but I just feel like the lottery should be done randomized. On is the that spot. why they have the lottery to? Yeah. Avoid well, they tanking. changed it a couple of years ago, even when the Sixers were doing the tanking thing. Uh-huh. They made it so that the worst team got like a twenty-five percent chance, and then it, it it decreased from there. Right. But now it's the bottom three teams who have a fourteen percent chance. So at that at least that it like incentivizes you to not be the absolute. They've done a lot against tanking, like the play in tournament stuff like that. Sure. Now, that's the thing though is, as we follow. This season, are we going to want the Jazz to lose games? Because I hate being a fan of that. Yeah. I, I, I'm i a Giants fan. We'll get into that later. But I <laughs> hate being a fan of that. Like two years ago, I'm saying tank, 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 tank for, let's see, the Andrew Thomas draft. Who went number one that year? Um, that was the year after Dan Jones and Kyler Murray. So who went number one? After Kyler Murray? After Kyler Murray. It was another quarterback. It was... What year was that? year after Kyler Murray. 2019, I believe. <laughs> um, well, Zach Schurz is that. Like, I hate being a fan of tanking and wanting my team to lose. But it's the era that we're in for the Jazz. It's a necessary era in the NBA. You can't rebuild in a small market without being absolutely terrible for at least a little bit. So Kyler Murray was 2019. So who was the 2020 number one pick? That was Joe Burrow. It was, yeah. Joe Burrow. I think so. Because that was the COVID year, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So, I remember tank wanting to tank so bad that year. Giants ended up getting the number fourth pick, Andrew Thomas. He's been good. Yeah. But rooting for that is a very difficult thing, and it's very disheartening, and it hurts. It yeah. hurts. I don't know. I, you're an Eagles fan, so mm-hmm. you guys just usually always suck. Well, not as much as the Giants. But. Oh, come on. <laughs> two two Super Bowls this century, man. Two. Not one, but see we're so nice we beat Tom Brady Brady twice. Was that supposed to rhyme? Yeah. We're so nice we beat Tom Brady twice. Is that an twice. actual saying? Yeah. I'm well well the saying we're so nice we did it twice or thrice is a saying. And I just not threw thrice. 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 Not, no. no, yeah, I've heard that. Okay. Just just believe me on this one. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're gonna uh Unless you have any more thoughts on that, we're going to hop into um, NBA season predictions. Because the NBA season... We're done with the Jazz. It's about to start. I think we're done with the Jazz. We'll discuss them as it goes on. We're yeah. still back here again. Unless you have anything to say I, about the Jazz. I don't have very high hopes, but I am actually, just when it comes to pure um, fun to watch basketball, I'm actually excited for this season. I like Colin Sexton. Yeah. I think they're going to be fun to watch. I, now, mi- I wish Bogey stayed. Yeah, you can see why they have too many people in that position that they want to develop. He's just in the way. But what the hell was that return for him? Terrible. We got a first round pick for Royce O'Neal. Yeah, and you can't get a pick for you can't get Bogdanovich. One, you can't get a pick like that package. Saving Lee and Kelly Olynyk with a pick would have made sense to me. You give him. You give me a first round pick that's close to unprotected. Even a lottery protected pick with Saban Lee and Kelly Olynyk, like sure. just something. Yeah, something. That that return was terrible, but yeah. maybe that's what the market was for him, which doesn't make a ton of sense to um, me. But 
who knows? Um, moving on. NBA yeah. season's coming up. Yeah. I think it starts in about two weeks. Something like that. The 17th, I think. We're fresh in a preseason. Did you see that the Suns lost? I didn't see that. The Suns lost. They were playing one of those international games against the Adelaide Oh, I did, I did see that. <laughs> and they lost by 10. 134 yeah. to 124. Yeah. There was a guy on the 36ers that had like 16 assists or something. Wow. Like this white point guard. This is an Australian team. This is the first non-European team to beat an NBA team in regu- in exhibition. Um, quick trivia. Who do you think was the last? Can you name the last team not in the NBA to beat an NBA team in an exhibition? It happened in 2017. That's your hint. Think about tw- the 2018 draft and I'll give you a hint. I got nothing. Real Madrid with Luka Doncic. No. <laughs> I think it was the Houston Rockets that they beat or something wow. like that. They beat a team that's not good. Huh. Or that wasn't trying. Now, the, the, the Suns, they played all their starters yeah. the first half. They had rotation players until the very end. And, and they lost. They lost. Wow. Now, we're going to overreact to this. And I know this is an overreaction, but overreactions are really fun. What's going on with the Suns? What's your overreaction? Did you see the DeAndre Ayton interview? Or the interviews, I should say? <laughs> no. He's been Every time he's been asked about the Suns, he's like, yeah, I haven't talked to Coach Williams since uh, the loss. Or he goes, yeah, I got paid. Like, he seems very dissatisfied with being on the Phoenix Suns. He's the one that agreed to that contract. Well, he agreed to the contract with someone else and they get they offer sheeted it, remember? Yeah. Doesn't he still have to agree to that though? No. They, he was a restricted free agent. So right. any, any contract that he agrees to with someone else, the Phoenix Suns can match it. Can match it. Yeah. And they did. Which makes sense. I don't I think he's able to be traded by January. He's gone. Easy. Yeah. He's gone. I think the Suns did it so that they could at least guarantee that they get a return on the number one draft pick in the year that Luka Doncic and Trey Young were drafted. I get that. Like now, how can you walk away with nothing from that draft with having the number one pick? Because yeah. Luka Doncic is a transcend, transcendent player. Trey Young's going to be a perennial All NBA player. Yeah, All Star. Yeah, All NBA. I think. Okay, but a little, little much. He's already. I'm pretty sure he's made an All NBA already. All right. Um, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Trey Young. I love. I love Trey Young. Okay, he's a good player, man. Good offense. I'm not player. saying he's not good. I just he's swaggy too. Maybe that's why I don't. I like, like a, the NBA needs villains. Every good story needs a villain. Yeah. And Trey Young's a spectacular villain. Yeah. What he did to the New York Knicks in that series, <laughs> bowing to Madison Square Garden yeah. and starting them up, that was that was the NBA to me. Is this, is moments like that? Right. When a whole stadium can boo a guy. And he just shuts them the hell up. <laughs> That's awesome. Take a bow. Take a freaking bow, Trey Young. Who do you have winning MVP this year? So I have who I actually think is going to win. And then I have a minor hot take. Uh, Dark Horse, perhaps. Yes. Okay. You want to hear Dark Horse? or I want to hear the real take first, and then I want to hear the Dark Horse. Giannis. Okay. I, I honestly like I think it's Jokic is not gonna he's not he's and not gonna win it again because I would of, put down a million dollars if I had it that he would he's not gonna win three times could, even if he deserves it voter fatigue is mm. not gonna happen I hate that though yeah 
I hate the voter fatigue it, thing, it, it's but it's a, thing. it's been a thing. It's always been a thing. It's so a thing. it's gonna stay around. Yeah. It's why Rudy Gobert didn't win the Defensive Player of the Year again. Some it, of the time. <laughs> last year, I think he should have won it. But like, yeah. some of the times that he's lost, I've been like, yeah, that guy's been. Yeah. Last year, Marcus Smart, yeah. get out of here, kid. Get out of here. Anyway, um, I think he was the second best defender on his team, let alone the league. Yeah, I. I would have taken like Mikel Bridges over him as well. See, I like Marcus I Smart. He's a good defender, and he brings value to a team. But watching the defensive player of the year get cooked for forty three in a pivotal it's game hard. five, yeah. it's like that guy's not the defensive player no. of the year. Now, same could be said when Rudy won it two years ago, and he got played off the court against the Clippers. Yeah, same ish can be said. Ish. Okay. Okay. Now you're dark. Horse. Um, dark horse John Morant. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Get out I, of here. I knew that. you'd say it. Get out of Come here. Come on. What are the Grizzlies going to be able to accomplish? I think Dude, the Grizzlies have a very know. difficult path to be a good team again. Super fun to watch, first of all. The dude is the leader of their his he's leader of that team. What? I, I last year the Grizzlies had the same, if not a better record when he didn't play. Like he got injured for a, a stretch of the like you know, first quarter of the season, they won more games. He got injured in the playoffs. They won a series. Dude, he's getting better every year. And he is... He has the stats. And he has the story. electric. That's I, why I'm saying, it's like, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know if I'd bet on it. The NBA That's is my so... Like, let's talk about this real fast. What's the ceiling for the Grizzlies? They're not going to be a two-seed again. I'm going to talk about four teams that I think are for sure going to have a better record than sure. the Grizzlies. I think the Warriors will have a better record than the Grizzlies. Yes. Okay? Um, I think the Clippers are going to have a better record than the Grizzlies. The Clippers are so deep. Have you looked at their roster? If they can stay healthy, yes. Even if they don't stay healthy, they're so deep. They're If they don't stay healthy, I'll give you they're a playoff team, not top four. But if they stay healthy, I think we'll get into that okay. about where I think the ceiling for the Clippers is. Ceiling is high. I think the Timberwolves are better than the Grizzlies. I'll get, I'll give you that one. Okay, so we're at three already. Fringe two. Okay. Where do you put the Suns? I put them behind the Grizzlies. I right think now. the Suns are better than the Grizzlies. They had okay. the best record in the league last year. And they lost to some Australian team. <laughs> the Mavericks. I think they're better than the Grizzlies. So now we we have them I, in a five ooh, or six. That was seed. close for me. But even if. The Grizzlies finish fourth. That is too low for a John Moran. See, I'm not necessarily. They would have to finish first. I'm not talking championship. I'm talking regular season, right? I now. am too. They would have to finish first in the regular season, and there is no path to that that I can see. I think I think they can finish top three. Even then, I don't think so because they were two last year, and he wasn't he wasn't top five in voting. I don't think. Yeah, but before he got hurt, he was. But that's the thing, is they're just as good when he gets hurt. Because they're a good, solid team, and they're very well coached by Taylor Jenkins. But let's be real. Everyone voting on most valuable player isn't actually voting on the most valuable player. They're voting on their favorite player that plays the best. Not necessarily who's most valuable to their team. Well, has that been changed by Jokic? Maybe. Because Jokic is for sure not a favorite player of a lot of the voters. Right. But he has been so overwhelmingly been the most valuable regular regular season player. At uh, least his first MVP season, yeah. season. Now, I'll give you my pick. Okay. I think it's the year Joel Embiid finally cracks through. 
Really? Because I think I think the Sixers are going to be really really good. They got they're bringing back the same roster from last year. I think the the chemistry of Sixers the, are going to be good between Harden and everyone else is yeah. going to. I think Max's development is coming along nicely. I think they have two to three All Stars, and then the rest of their team is solid. I could see them being first or second seed. If Harden can stay under three hundred pounds, he looked pretty good <laughs> in, in, in media day. He looked in shape. Okay. He talked about being in shape, which I freaking love. I love NBA players getting up there and saying, preaching to everyone, going, "Yeah, man, I've been saying if I can finally stay in shape." It's you have one job, and you get paid forty million dollars a year to do said job, and your one job is to stay in decent cardiovascular shape and do what you already know how to do. Yeah, it is ridiculous to me that guys like Jokic before he he finally got it together. Yeah, Doncic the past couple of seasons. James Harden, when they come back from the offseason and they have to play themselves into shape, nothing's more infuriating. No, that's a joke. It's an absolute joke because they're the most talented players in the world. Yeah. Those three, talent-wise, you know, at least top 10. I would give it some top, of them yeah, being top, top five. 10. It's insane. And then you have guys like Giannis that come back every year in better shape, stronger, faster, with more skills. Somehow. Somehow, somehow Giannis is going to come back. He's shooting better from the free throw line. He's shooting better from the mid range. You know, stuff that's what like I'm that. saying, dude. If Giannis can hit forty percent from three, which is a stretch, no, he's not going to hit forty percent. If he hit thirty three percent, thirty three percent. I think he. What did he hit last season? Twenty seven. Was it that low? It's pretty low. Okay. His three points not good, but his mid range and like his post fade really improved last season. I don't know the exact numbers, but dude, I. Uh... I give him 33-35 this season. I think he's going to be better. He he just works really freaking hard. Yeah, he I does. think Joel Embiid is going to be my pick because I think he's he's been in the conversation. I think he finally breaks through with the Sixers' success. You know, he's going to he was he averaged like 30 points per game last yeah. year. If he does like 29 and 14, you know, he's yeah. one of the better defenders in the league. I think the narrative is there for him. If the Sixers he's a social media star. Yeah, if the Sixers end up being a top 2 seed, in the East, I bet he does win. But if there are a four or five seed, I don't think so. And then my two and three for my pick is either Giannis or Luca. But it's hard for me to see Luca because again, I don't think Luca's there. I think he's there. Oh, a hundred percent. He's talent there. wise, he's there. It's just the team is not good enough. And I hate that we do this where if a team is top four in the West, it's just not good enough. But it's the it's the it's the reality. Is that he has to be overwhelmingly better than everyone else, and yeah. I don't think he, I think he could average, you know, thirty-one points a game, seven assists, and eight rebounds. Yeah, easily, like with his talent level and what he does, and if he comes in in shape, which is obviously a huge question with him. Right. But can he piece that all together, and can the Mavericks be good enough? I think the loss of Jalen Brunson is going to overweigh that. So. Do you think that's going to be that big of a loss? I think for them? so. No. He have a dark horse. Now this is like. I already gave my dark horse. I know, and I've been thinking about this. Okay. And this is not going to happen. Don't say something stupid. This is not going to happen. But I think the narrative's there. I think the talent's there. The skill is there. He's never won one before. He's older. Kawhi Leonard. He's never won an MVP. I want you to keep that in mind. So he's an MVP caliber player. It's not going to happen. I don't hate the pick. John Moran's not going to happen though. 
I, he's a better chance than Kawhi Leonard. I disagree. Okay. Because well, the Clippers are going to be 100% better than the Grizzlies, and I would put money on that. If he can stay healthy, dude. I don't... Have you seen his quads? Did you see that picture of his care. quads circulating around the end? The quad... Man has Saquon squads. <laughs> Saquad Barkley. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> All right. That's enough NBA talk. Okay. Um, oh, wait. We got to do Rookie of the Year real fast. I don't... I don't even know. Do you? I, I'm thinking it's Paolo Bancaro. So never mind. We don't need to do No, I'm not getting into that. Um, then there's six man, which is going to be Tyler Hero again, I think. You see you see how much he got paid? What was it? Four years. $130 million. <sighs> It's like $120 million, $10 in bonus. $10 million bonuses. So they're paying him $30 million a year. Jordan Poole just made a lot of money off of that deal. Yeah. Because Jordan Poole is I like, like Jordan Poole. I like Jordan Poole, too. I like Tyler Hero, too. But he is not. He is not. He's not at $30 million a year. Now, someone on Reddit I was reading, someone said he's... That's 80% of a rookie max deal that he was eligible for. Uh-huh. And when you put it that way, it's a little better. He doesn't start, dude. I think he's going to start this year. He was playing 32 minutes a game last year. I get it, but... I, I mean, you can't pay someone that much and not start him. So. Probably. So, six man of the year, Kevin Love. Shock it in, baby. <laughs> no. Shock it in. I, I don't have a pick for that, but it's not going to be Kevin Love. Defensive player of the year, I think Rudy Gobert. I, not because I'm a Jazz fan. No. Because he's no longer on the Jazz. He's no longer on the Jazz. But, like, imagine if Minnesota's, like, a top Dude, seven defense, and they can just I literally... Think, no, Minnesota's going to be better than that. I think Minnesota is going to be like a top two team in the West this year. Regular season. Keep this in mind. They were a very bad defense last year. I think uh, bottom 10 in the league. Sure. They are going to be starting D'Angelo Russell, a terrible defender. Carl Anthony Towns, a terrible defender. And they're going to be starting him at the four. So he's going to be guarding fours. Right. Cat will be on Giannis. Yeah, that's scary. Giannis is in the East, though, so I'm not worried about Anthony Edwards. Not a good defender. No. Potentially a good defender. Last year was not a good defender. No, but their big problem was rim protection. And but it, so guess what they do? They go and trade for the best rim protector in the league. While trading away Malik Beasley, their best wing defender. Yeah. Their second best wing defender, I think uh, Josh Okoji, or however you say his last name. I don't know. But, and their best rim protector last year, Jared Vanderbilt. Do you see the issue? Yes. I think Gobert... I think we're both high on Minnesota. I'm just playing devil's side. Sure. Okay. NFL. Let's just move on. Yeah. NFL. I so, will give you your parade. Go ahead. All right. So there's only one undefeated team in the league right now. Week four is finished as of tonight. And those bastards. Philadelphia Eagles, baby. I don't Let's think it would have changed. The Rams weren't undefeated go. going in tonight. No, I'm just saying the last game of the week was tonight. Yeah. But the Niners won, right? Yeah, the Niners won. They nice. held the Rams to nine points. I should have bet on that game. I almost no, did. you were going to bet the Rams. We talked about this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, though, that I thought that the uh, um, that the Niners were going to win. So You were like, well, but I would bet the Rams. I would totally bet the Rams. Yeah, I would have lost. Okay. Get your flowers. I'm giving you your moment. And it hurts I, I don't me. even know what to say. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are 4-0, baby. Yes. Take your victory lap. 
I'm 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 happy. I'm trying to stay level headed about it. Cause they haven't played anyone. That we know of yet. Now, I think the Jaguars are better than people think. Fringe playoff team this year. Ish. Yeah, I think they can win that division. That division's um, not good. Yeah, that's not saying much. Um the the game was I mean, it was raining sideways. It was ridiculous. I didn't watch it. Yeah. It was basically they got the tail end of Hurricane. Was it Ian? Is that what it's called? Ike. No, it's definitely not Ike. I think it might be Ike. <laughs> it's a, I'll bet you a hundred dollars. It's not Ike. It's not Irma. <laughs> no, I think it's Ian, dude. It might be Ian. I don't know. Hold on. Apparently, Tampa didn't get it at all. I was watching that game just a little bit. No, it, like, Patrick Mahomes, by the way, is going to win MVP. Chalk it in. Josh Allen. No, it's Patrick Mahomes. Really. He has the narrative. It's been long enough since he won his first one. Yeah. How good would the Bills have to be over the Chiefs for Josh Allen to get it? I think if they're the same, Patrick Mahomes is just too popular, overwhelmingly. Mm. And this is coming from Oakley employees, or one Oakley employee and a former. <laughs> no, it is totally Hurricane Ian. That was right. Fuck. Get out of here with that Hurricane Shit. Ike. Come on. That Ike happened last year, I think. I don't. I don't care about last year. I'm talking about now. You, you don't care about the people that died? Ladies and gentlemen, you have it here first. Zachary Roberts <laughs> hates hurricane victims. Of Hurricane Ike? Screw you guys. Whoa. <laughs> I will come prepared next time unless, with the story of a family that lost their un, caregiver. Unless someone is, who knows, a victim of Hurricane Ike. I, do, I feel like a hurricane was not named Ike. A hundred percent. Look up Hurricane Ike. Can we get a fact check? Yeah. Apologies for Zach's obnoxious clicking and scrolling and typing. Do you want to guess when Hurricane Ike was? <laughs> the way you said that, it's probably like 40 years ago. <laughs> it's 2008. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> hey, if you exist in 2008, newsflash, Zach doesn't care about you. <laughs> I don't care what happened. It was, what, 12 years ago? I know. I had this conversation with my cousin the other day. 14 years where ago? I, he was he was about four months old when 9-11 happened. And I just go to him, I'm like, and you did jack shit. You did nothing. You sit there and watch it the on blood, your TV. The blood is on your hands. <laughs> Um, no, I actually have a story of 9-11 real quick. It's not as bad as it sounds. Um, <laughs> I was like nine months old at the time. Okay. Um, everyone, you can do the math on how old I am now. Um, Three. I'll just, I'll just give you a minute. Now, I think that's wrong. Um, anyway, I was in like a little seat thing in front of the TV like nine months old I'm just watching it I don't know what the hell is going on and my mom sees it on the news and she gets scared and to keep me from seeing it she literally turns my chair around facing the opposite direction now I'm still in front of the TV I'm just not facing the TV anymore and to this day you don't, you have no clue what 9-11 was and I, <laughs> when someone says 9-11 I'm like what the hell are you talking about 9-11? you mean 7-11? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're gonna talk about the NFL because now it's time for my victory lap. Because I've been a Giants fan since 2016. Yeah, the, the Giants suck, dude. Come on, shut up. 
Give me my flowers, okay? I've been a Giants fan since, you know, the end of the Eli Manning era. Yeah. When Eli was benched by Ben McAdoo and stuff. Dude. I was not there for the 2016 playoff run. Or should I say, the one game where we made the playoffs. So you can't, the division you can't talk right. shit about winning two Super Bowls against Tom Brady. You weren't there. I watched it. I just wasn't a Giants fan at the time because I didn't care for football. Wow. But now I really care for football and I'm a diehard Giants fan. And this is the first time since I've been a fan that we have been over 500. Like we have more <laughs> wins than losses. So can you just give me a damn moment to be like, okay, we're three and one. This is a solid question. Trying to be unbiased here, okay, from both of us. Mm-hmm. Who are you more impressed by on the start, Giants or Eagles? Oh, the Eagles, 100%. Okay. They're 4-0, and the Giants lost the Cooper I match. am honestly going to say the Giants. You're more impressed. I am. Because no one expected I this. did not expect it. I was expecting 3-1 and at this point. Eagles, I was like, hey, I think we have a solid team this year. I'm not expecting anything great, but I would not be surprised if we went like 6-0. and just because the schedule, schedule is stuff. pretty easy. Yeah. Fair. So it's like it doesn't like, yeah, I'm pretty happy. I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I still really fun season so far. I'm having fun. It's really fun. Um, I'm more surprised by the Giants than the Eagles. So good for you, guy. Brian Dable, I think, is that guy. He has coached them so well. Yeah. When Do you think Daniel, Daniel Jones... Jones do you think he stays? See, that's the thing. So in this last game, um, he was rushing really well. He had he had about 120 <laughs> yards. Let me get, he had about 120 <laughs> yards in drop passes. 120 yards in drop passes yeah. combined from Darius Slayton and Richie James and guys that really shouldn't be in the NFL. Darius Slayton has no place in the NFL. Dude, I thought he had potential at one point. At one point in his first year? Yeah. No, he can't catch a ball worth shit. Okay. And uh, Tyra Taylor's interception, Darius Slayton was on a go route, and the safety comes over. And, like, Darius Slayton has the edge on the safety, but gets out of the way, and the safety gets the interception <laughs> because he is just could not be bothered to make a play <laughs> no, on that I ball. That. <laughs> no, I want no part of that. Yeah. Um. So Dan Jones ended with, like, 71 yards passing. But keep that in mind is that he... He completed like one pass in the second half because he went down with an ankle injury early in the second half. Tyler Taylor mm-hmm. comes in. He goes down after one pass. Nice. I think he had two passes. He had a completion and he had an interception. Yeah. Before he goes out with a concussion after a pretty boneheaded play by Tyrod Taylor, by, yeah. the, by the way. Dan Jones comes back in. He can't do anything. So Brian Dable puts Saquon in the Wildcat for like five <laughs> plays and they drive down the field. <laughs> It's insane. Yeah. And Daniel Jones is standing at the top of the screen. They're playing 10 on 11. It's wow. insane. They, Daniel Jones is staying here in a wide receiver's position yeah. and doesn't block or doesn't do anything because he can't move because he has a sprained ankle. He's questionable wow. for this week. It's insane. <laughs> so then eventually they put Daniel Jones back under center and he throws like one pass. Yeah. It's incredible. Saquon Barkley, by the way, I think has a case for the best running back in the league right now. I would agree with that. He's he a leading the, rusher. He's a leading rusher. Yeah. But like the way he's rushing behind a subpar offensive line. Dude, he's looking good. He looks like Saquon of old and more. Yeah. yeah. And more. I don't know. His first season was incredible, but this but is like he's different. This like, is like he was on a, pace. he was a pass catcher back then. Yeah. He was Dude, he's just like right plowing people over now. He's plowing people over, but his cuts are much more deliberate than yeah. they ever were. 
back in the day, Saquon used to have really big games where he'd break away like two 60-yard-plus rushes. Yeah. But you you could expect at least five or six times a game where he would lose three yards because he was trying to do too much. Yeah. All his cuts are deliberate, and he's almost always making something a game. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a one-yard gain, it should be a four-yard loss. And that's a big quality in a running back. Yeah, That's a quality that like Prime Zeke had, Derrick Henry had, um, Jonathan Taylor had last year, which what the hell's going on with him? I don't know. Dude, what's happening to the Colts? Other than beating Sucking. the Chiefs, but... I don't know. The Chiefs look great. Yeah. How did, I think, how did the Colts beat them? I don't know. Any given Sunday. Any given, and that's what I love about the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about the NFL, and that's why the Giants are three and one, and we're going to make the playoffs in the wild card. Really, bro, our schedule is really soft. So I get that, but and I'm not at all impressed by the Packers next week. Like the Packers don't look good. No, just hear me out. Trying to be unbiased here, mm-hmm. I think Eagles probably win the division. Fair enough. You think the Giants beat the Cowboys? I think the Giants have like 10 wins in them. What about the Cowboys, though? The Cowboys have a harder schedule than both the Eagles and the Giants. Almost combined, honestly. Yeah. They play primetime games against good teams, which the Giants don't have this year because no one expected them to be good. <laughs> which, honestly, they're probably not even good. They're just... They're just... That's my one... They're well coached. That's my one fear of the Eagles, is they just haven't faced anyone that's like... Super Bowl contender. But you know the great part about the Eagles' schedule? They don't face anyone like that. They don't have to. Yeah. Which, again, I don't think it's going to happen. 18-0. and 17-0. <laughs> Dude. You want to put that out there right now? I'm just throwing it out there as not something that I expect to happen. Losing in the, losing in the divisional round. <laughs> Maybe. Like, playoffs aside, just regular season, I think... They are favored in every single game um, the rest of the season. Yeah. I think the Giants... I think I think a, a wild... Even just the Giants being 500 would be a huge win for us. Yeah. And way more than expected, and I'd be so happy with it. Yeah. Now, in that case, we're middle of the first round. I think Daniel Jones does stay, because I don't think we have a top quarterback prospect. No, you have to be like top five. Now we wait another year. Arch Manning comes through. Yeah. Is he in the next? He's not in this draft. He's in the draft after that. Are you sure? Or at least... No, I he... think he's two years out. And he might be two years out. Because he's still in high school. He I think he just out. he just declared for college. Yeah, he's going to Texas. Yeah. So he has to be at least... I might be at Texas Fall. That's a, that's a new development. Yeah. I might be at Texas Fall. Arch Manning's at Texas. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because I've the business programs there is really well, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. Nor do we talk about personal issues on the podcast. Yeah, do we talk about personal issues on? the We podcast? should start. I think we should have deeper conversations on. Okay, here. I'm okay with that. I want to like dissect a little bit. Dissect what? My mind. I want to see what makes Zachary tick. Have you guys seen Inside Out, the Disney Pixar film? I know I have. Yeah, you've got. It's a great movie. You you, you know uh, I would die for Riley. I would die for him. I would die for him. You have one of those dudes in there. Dude, I got like 80 of those guys in my head. Now, they're all saying jumbled shit all the time. But that what makes you the about, egotistical bastard that you that's are. That's what I'm saying. Man. Man. 
All right, we could we could get into that. We can get not, into that. Not this week. Not this week, because I want to say, I want to put out a final, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but Super Bowl prediction, Super Bowl winner. I think we might have discussed that. Do you think? Do you remember that? I honestly don't remember. You might hear it twice, and honestly, my prediction might have changed. It's probably, I think I might have said the Bills if it happened before. I don't think I picked the Bills today. I think I would still pick the Bills. The Bills are really good. Yeah. I like the Chiefs, though. Yeah. I like the Chiefs. Dude, they're... They're it's, proving let's that Tyreek Hill doesn't need Patrick Mahomes equally as much as Patrick Mahomes doesn't need Tyreek Hill. Right. Which no. I think is really impressive. Can we talk about Tua for just a second? What the absolute clusterfuck was that? I don't... I, I, I'm speechless about it. The entire medical staff for the Dolphins should be fired so and investigated. So one doctor was fired. Already. And didn't they come out and say like it was an unrelated reason? Or did I just read that wrong? I, I couldn't speak to that. Okay. I might have read that wrong, but... <sighs> Someone working with Tua was fired because of making, quote-unquote, too many mistakes. <laughs> and it's just like... After seeing Tua two Sundays ago stumble on the field after a hit, look like he's he's gone, he's out of there. Yeah. He's not mentally there, which is a symptom of a concussion. You know, he had the jaw, the jailbreak hands or whatever it's freaking called. He had all the symptoms of concussion. They come out originally and say it's a head injury, and then they come out and say he's questionable for a back injury. Yeah, back injury. Doesn't make any freaking no. sense. No, and then they're like, oh yeah, he's fine to play four days later. They establish him. They put him in the game. He's not doing super well. He's and then he gets hit, which is like a moderately not that bad hit. No, it, it was, was clean. Like, sure, he, his head hit the ground hard. Which probably would have been concussion, but it was not. If there were hadn't been previous, it, it wasn't that big of a hit. I mean, when you look, when you dissect the science of a concussion, it's the brain swelling, whatever. Yeah. And the his brain was already swelled, and by hitting that again. You know, second impact syndrome is a hu- was and still is a huge possibility for him. Yeah. And that's fatal. Like this isn't a this isn't It's not a joke. It's not funny. No. It's not it's an absolute brutal mishandling of the situation by the Dolphins and a lot of people should be fired for this. Yeah. And this should serve as a lesson a lesson to anyone that one week and one win cuz they ended up they lost that Thursday night football. Game, yeah, they, they lost. Cuz uh Teddy Bridgewater came in and <laughs> Teddy Freaking did, Bridgewater man did his thing. Did the squad. Yep. Um, now, this should, like I said, this should serve a lesson that one win. I mean, that's their franchise quarterback. At least they were making him out to be that. We and can. It's so far this season, he was playing great. I'm on board. Now, I'm on before that, the season, the, you couldn't convince me that he was their franchise quarterback, probably but they believed in him. Yeah. And when you believe in a player like that, one win, even one season. Making the playoffs or not, yeah. that is not worth remote risk in the regards no. to head injuries, back injuries, anything along those lines. They didn't. They risked, first of all, his career, but second of all, that's like life-threatening. It's life or death. That's not just career stuff we're talking about. Like, he's already made his millions. Like, if he and were to retire... probably reti- got insurance and everything. Yeah, but- if he were to retire right now, he'd probably be fine the rest of his life. He'd be a huge what-if. Yeah, but... Man, it's just, it's disgusting that that type of thing happened. And it's one thing to play through like a sprained ankle. You know, things that... Head head injuries are different. Head injuries, neck injuries, those type of things. I mean, this guy, 
I don't know to his personal life, but if he wants a family, if he wants, you know, to spend time with his kids, like this is stuff that he could have been permanently disabled from or even die. Like there, there is so much there to unpack. Yeah. And it's just, it's, yeah, you, you, you described it perfectly. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, moving on from that to a much less somber note and yeah you wanted deep I guess that wasn't deep that was just intense that was just, just very intense I want to talk about the Grand Tour special <laughs> okay <laughs> very drastic change yeah the finish whoever's listening to this a like, finish what the a hell finish is film? Going what, what's it called huh a Scandinavian flick a Scandi flick a Scandi flick or the Scandi flick I how know. I'm gonna I'm just gonna we're gonna rate it out of 10 and then we're gonna unpack it are we comparing it to just like the best that trio has ever done as like a 10? Well, I would say the best that the trio have ever done is a 10 on any scale. Okay. Because I think Top Gear and the Grand Tour are two of my favorite shows ever. Yes. So put it on the perspective of an overall 10 Uh huh. and, 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 and give me your rating. I'll give you mine. I think I give it an 8. I give it a 9. Yeah. It's up there. It's one of the better specials. I think it's one of... The, Top three specials they've done, the Grand Tour, and then you compare it to some of the Top Gear stuff, which obviously is more classic. Yeah. They had more budget. Some of the times. Top Gear stuff, dude, I really liked. Bolivia um, special. Yeah. Um, I don't the know, Perfect the, Road Trips. The the African special where they went and searched for the Nile. Oh, so good. I when, freaking love that one. When he's in the BMW <laughs> and he has the rollback uh, log. And he's like, Sometimes you can even hear my hear, genius. Hear my genius. Or, or is that the one where he goes... I think my genius generates gravity. Yeah. <laughs> that trio oh, is man. probably my three. I if this is a conversation that I want to have. Yeah. If I could have uh, be at a dinner with Dude. one or three dudes, yeah. I think they're in that conversation for me. I think so too. I love them. Yeah. Um this 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 Scandi flick. Yeah. It made me feel like old top gear. It was nice. The cars, yeah. the shooting, the pranks. It seemed a little bit, not jumbled, but um, it was a lot. It jumped around a lot compared to like old Top Gear, where it's kind of it felt like one smooth motion. This seemed like it jumped from place to place rather quickly. I agree. but it was still quality. I agree. I think that's a byproduct of Amazon of Amazon, and <laughs> they feel like the need. The producer, you know, Andy Wilman, greatest producer of all time. Sure. Um, Mr. Wilman. Mr. I've received a text from Mr. Wilman. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Oh, man, I love that show. Um, <laughs> it's a byproduct of them feeling like they need to push the envelope further every every freaking time. Yeah. When they're doing those original specials, if they cross this huge desert in 360s cars, that's really cool. Yeah. But you get to this point where you're in early 2000s rally cars or in the case of Jeremy Clarkson you're in an Audi RS4 yeah what was that about <laughs> oh by the way James May's crash like that was legit. that was nuts dude that was I mean not the worst crash we've seen Richard Hammond's crash worse than that twice obviously but no. not Richard Hammond crash that was bad yeah no and like they don't script that well they can't possibly script that no cause James May was like messed up yeah Remember when he broke his arm on the horse? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I hate laughing at that, but I laughed so hard at that. Oh man, I freaking love that show. I freaking love that show. This, this, but the cars, the journeys, the pranks, yeah, 
Now they are getting older, especially Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy's age wears on him a little bit. Yeah. That's the thing though, is he's not I mean he's old. He's not that old. No, he's, he's like early sixties. Yeah. But a lifelong of unhealthy choices and that it'll weigh on you. It will weigh on you. You can see that with him because Richard looks great. Yeah. Richard's a little bit younger than Jeremy. Well, not by much though. I think James is the oldest though, isn't he? No, I think Jeremy Clarkson's the oldest. Okay. But, but even then I think it's like Jeremy and James are like up there. And then Richard's like seven years younger. James looks miles better than Jeremy does. Yeah. And I hope we don't lose Jeremy anytime soon. I hear, apparently Clarkson's farm is really good. It's got like a nine Have you not watched it? Uh, it's got like a 9 I ten enjoyed it. I should, enjoyed I, should I give it a watch? I'd give it a watch. It Does it feel the same? Because I'll tell you what. I watched... So it's not a car show, right? It is... I'm fine with that. ...based on a farm. But when it comes to just the vibe of Jeremy Clarkson and his narration... And his humor is a hundred percent there. Oh, okay, so I'll give it a watch. Highly that. recommend that. You have me sold. Yeah. Here's my problem: is that I watched Richard Hammond's workshop on like Drive Drive Tribe on uh-huh. YouTube, and I started Our Man in Japan. I didn't care for either. Yeah, I didn't either. No, I like this. The uh, Clarkson's Farm is better. I think I need to watch O Cook. Cook. O Cook. O Cook. Um, no, but this. I'm surprised you've watched those and you haven't watched Clarkson's Farm yet. See, that's the thing. I was I was scrolling through IMDb top shows to see what I should watch next, yeah. and like you know, oh, it's The Sopranos. Oh, it's The Wire. Oh, it's so and so. It's Game of Thrones. All that. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Oh, it's it's Clarkson's Farm. Yeah, I wouldn't put it up there with those, but that's the thing. Is Grand Tour, Top Gear, and that are very highly rated. Grand yeah. Tour, Top Gear is not nearly highly rated because they don't separate. That era and... Which they totally should. Like the two seasons with Joey from Friends, uh-huh. which are like a four on IMDb. And yeah. then the seasons after that, which are actually decent. The newer ones are better. They're still not as good. I would I don't watch them. I watch highlights from them on yeah. YouTube, like car reviews and stuff. Because yeah. those car reviews, I really do miss that aspect of the Grand Tour. Yeah. Especially season four and five when they've just completely... They've they just gone that. to specials, pretty much. And but the car reviews on that show I think are better than any car reviews that were ever done on Top Gear because they never focused that much on that. They would have one car review an episode, but it was like a car that looked like they wanted to just drive. It wasn't yeah. a car for everyday usage. Like that's very true. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's oh, it's, it's the Ad- Lexus LFA. Yeah, or the Aston Martin DB11, like the new one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's always what they focused on. Um, but overall. One of my favorite. I I got a little emotional at the end. Yeah. Because it felt like my childhood. Like I grew up with my dad watching Top Gear yeah. and seeing that memorialized and brought back to life, and it didn't feel like they skipped a beat ever. Yeah. They've just been doing this for so long, and they've been producing. And it's pretty much the same recipe every single time. I don't give two shits. No. It's a perfect recipe. It is good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Transitioning into another great show that we've we've both watched. Mm-hmm. I'll let you introduce the it. boys. Oi, <laughs> Ewey. A- a- Ashton's a little too excited about this one. I love the boys. I really liked it. I think it's in my top ten, maybe five shows ever. I think it's pushing it for me, but I really enjoyed it. I think the acting's superb. Yeah, it's Emmy nominated for a couple of things, but I think yeah. uh, 
Anthony something, the guy that plays Homelander. He does a good job. He needs an Emmy, man. Yeah. He is outstanding. Like, the way, like, he does drops is, like, he's in, when he's in front of the public for at least the first two seasons, yeah. and he's acting like this Captain America figure, but he drops the subtle hints of who he actually is. Yeah. That is outstanding. Great actor. writing. Great writing, yeah. too. The actor that plays Butcher. Yeah. William Butcher. Yeah. Love him. I named my car. I recently purchased a car named a Mui. Just so I can say, Ewey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just clarify. It's like a 2011 Hyundai Elantra. It's a Huey for sure. Yeah, it, Huey in the show is a 2011 Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> yes, that's a that's a fact. Reliable yeah. as hell. Kind of like you get in the car, you start driving, you're like, you know what? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But it's also shit. But it's also shit. Yeah, and it's not cool at all. No, but it's cool because it's not cool. C- yeah, Huey is cool because he's not cool. Like, he gets Starlight, which is... How? How? Because he's not cool. He's just genuine. And that's what the 2000... It's a 13. Yeah. It's a 13. 2013 Hyundai Elantra is. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. Watch your tone when you talk about my Elantra. <laughs> Watch your tone. Yeah. That's the thing. Ew. It's It's cool. I feel like to have a cool car, you either actually have to have a cool car, or you have to have a brutally uncool car. Like a grandma car. But make it your own. That's cool. Have you seen dudes that drive minivans? <laughs> no, I've heard of it though. <laughs> They're cool. Yeah. Those are some cool bastards. See, now you drive a car that's actually moderately cool. It, yeah, it's it's all right. As far as that 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 uh genre and category of sure. cars, it's a cool car. It's a Ford Fusion. Yeah. But it's the one with the good engine. It has, it's got premium it has stuff. a 2.0. Yeah. So it's got leather seats. It's got leather seats. It's heated. That's about it. Y- you best believe in the winter. Zach's but, butt is toasty, dude. I'm almost <laughs> sweating in the winter, <laughs> and I'm I get out of my car, shorts and a t-shirt. I'm feeling fine. His buns are absolutely roasted, but to the perfect temperature. Yes, a little hot. My I, first car I, was. I in. like my buns. Let's clarify. Um. Hot, not hot dog. What's the word? Hamburger buns, just a little bit burnt. The habit. Yeah, like Pretty that. Good. That's because yeah. they have the they have the crispy bun. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. Now I love the habit, but but Five Guys is a better burger. Yes, I would agree. I think Five Guys is the best burger of all time. Of all time, and I've had some good burgers. Hmm. Been a Gordon Ramsay burger. You have been twice. Wow. I had two different burgers. I had breakfast burger or something like that, and it has like a, an egg. You went to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. Uh-huh. It's a you, burger. And you ordered a breakfast burger? No, 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 no. I went to Gordon Ramsay Burger. He has so many different restaurants. This is a burger-specific restaurant. And you ordered a breakfast one? It was, no, it's a, it, it had like egg yolk running on it, and it was. Oh, uh, I don't know. About it had this. avocado. It was really freaking good. Okay. And then I another time I went and I got, like the, I can't remember the names, but this burger, you know, it was more traditional burger. It had, sure. You know, bacon's really fresh tomatoes, double bun, uh, like really good sesame bun. Yeah. It's a good burger. Yeah. But nothing will ever be. Dude, five, five guys is good. It's just the peanut oil, man. They've got the, they got yeah. it down to a mm. team. We were talking about the boys. My first car. 
I want to say this. <laughs> was it 2006? Mercedes yeah. E550 that I inherited from my dad. Nice. It's, it was worth about jack squat. Yeah. Um, he got it when it was nice, and then he, he, he did the whole depreciation thing where it sat in the garage for a while. Nice. Beat so, it the shit. Yeah, we were in the absolute negative on that car. Yeah. And so that car, when you're angry, you just grab a baseball bat and go hit something. Yeah, but that that's, car... That's the car you hit. That car had a 4.2 liter V8. Very nice. That car had like 370 horsepower. 12 MPG. Actually, it wasn't that bad. It was no. like 21. Okay. But that car, man, I love that thing. And if I didn't hit a deer with it... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I didn't just hit a deer. I hit it in the perfect... like pinch spot at the headlight where it broke the headlight it broke the undercarriage it broke the alternator yeah like it just if only you hadn't hit a deer but i did it so humanely now i dodged like this deer like came out over a fence and it jumped into the road and i had zero time to react it was a it was february 6 2020 i remember it because i was dropping off this girl that i was chasing nice uh, no, no, not nice. It let's, was that girl. Ah, uh, not nice. Not nice whatsoever. Uh, let's change the I wish verbiage I'd... of chasing then to... Uh, I was... Uh, going out with. But we weren't going out yet. Uh, it was a crush at this point. Hmm. See, so I just dropped her off. And I was going back to my friend's house. She had an early curfew or whatever. We were 16. This deer comes out. And I clip him right on the head. And I, I the head of the neck. deer. Yeah. Okay. Right on the headlight. So I like dodged to the Wind's side. Wind blowing I, slightly, leaves are flowing across the ground. So like I'm coming here. I break. Wave. I break hard right as he jumps over this fence on that two lane road right over here in Alpine. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. It goes, you know, past Timberline up into sure. Alpine. The the one that goes all the way to Ridgeline. That main road. The main road, yep. basically. I'm going on that. I come around towards Timberline. Like Timberline's here. I'm on, still on this road. Yeah. And jumps over this fence, and I clip him right by the head, break his neck on impact. Dude. Bro, and this girl, I mean, she made me want to hit that deer and total the car and kill myself, but... <laughs> at this point, she hadn't. At this point, she hadn't, and I was so mad because that car from then on out just had problem after problem because it was just the perfect pressure point, and the undercarriage came undone, which unloaded now, tons of issues into it. And Tell me this. I wish I still had that car. Did it feel good to... Was it... Dragging that deer off the road was really funny. <laughs> That's where it, you're going. Did you actually drag it off the you road? You have to, man. I hit him in the middle of the road. <laughs> I called him Richard because he was a real dick about it. Wow. <laughs> um, how... Did you do it alone? Or did you like... Yeah, I was your... by myself. I just grabbed, you... him by the, grabbed him by the back hooves and... Dude, dragged him. He was like 150 pounds. It was terrible. Oh, so I, but for some neck, reason I was picturing his neck is broken just, and his head is bad. And like his tongue is hanging out. And like, oh. and I'm just dragging. This is the most gruesome thing I've ever seen because his head is yeah. backwards. <laughs> just clean snap of the neck, which is the most humane way to do it. I just want to say. Okay. And he sat there because I drive. Was that it way. like a satisfying pop when you hit him? I hate to say it, but yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I imagine so. I heard it. Like, the impact of it, and okay. then I just saw him just go limp. Yeah. There was not any bleed. There was no blood. Very nice. Now, did I have deer hair in my head, broken headlight oh, for sure. months on end? Sure. Broke my headlight completely. 
It didn't just break the light. It broke the fixture of the headlight. You hit a deer, dude. But 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 coming in at like the alternator is sitting right at that top left, which totally jacked with that. That's so expensive. Yeah. They, at this point, the car's worth probably about six thousand. After this impact, and all the problems that it caused, went about down to twenty five hundred. I ended up trading it in for like thirty three hundred in value. Oh, that's not terrible. Yeah, I just wish I still had that car. Yeah. Because that car was fun. That car was so fun, and yeah. I have so many memories in that car. Yeah. Good ones and bad ones. Yeah. But you know how it goes. Yes, I do. That was the car I would sneak out in. Nice. I just have because I, I during COVID the four point two liter V eight you sneak out in that. And my parents. <laughs> yeah, but it's a German car. It's quiet. Oh, okay. What? No, you know what I would do is I would park it a little bit further down the drive because I would park it. My parking spot was inside. I would park it down a little bit further if I was anticipating sneaking out. Yeah. And I'd throw that bitch in neutral without turning the engine on. Oh, and just roll down the hill. Because my drive was very steep. And I'm yeah. Just... And then you're out into like the middle of that little cul-de-sac thing. But for whatever reason, the brake didn't work when you did that. <laughs> so I would come out into the road, and I would have to throw on the parking brake, which would make a really loud sound. Yeah. And then I would turn on the engine and go. Nice. Never got caught. Probably sunk out during COVID like 40 times. Very nice. Mom and dad, if you're listening, totally kidding. Yeah, he didn't do that. I didn't do that. No. I would never confess. They wouldn't care if I confessed to that. Would they care? I I just didn't feel guilty. They would just make me feel guilty. Yeah. Because I'm an adult now. I moved out. They don't care. They couldn't do anything. No, but they they would guilt trip you about it. They would guilt trip me about it, and they'd just be like, like 40 times? I'm like, yeah, like once every three nights. bitch type of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love that car. Yeah. What were, was were your first car the Fusion? No, so <laughs> kind of. Um, my first car was a 2012 Fusion mm. that I bought. This for, is a This is a 13. 13. Now yeah. between 12 and 13 is when they did the style change. Yeah, the 12 is ugly. And it's on its own. It's not a bad car compared to the 13. It's ugly. The 13 is much better. I, th- I think it's an ugly car. Just okay. straight up, the grill is real. The it's, grill is it's not weird. good. Uh, anyway, so that was my first car. I had it for a couple months. And um, then my parents decided to buy themselves a new car. And they had the Fusion that they were using, but not as much. And they were thinking about trading that one in. And I'm like... And they gave them... The dealership gave them an offer of like... Whatever it was, 7000 something for the car. And uh, my car was worth like 6000 at the time. So I'm like, can we just trade mine in and I'll I'll get the nicer car and somehow I I finagled my way into getting that car. Yeah, you really <laughs> finagled I, I that should, one. Yeah, I don't know how I did that. <laughs> Fair enough. So you've anyway, only been a fusion guy your entire driving Pretty much. Career. I learned to drive on um, my dad had an old F1 I say old it was like 2005 F150. Hard um, car to drive but it, it makes you feel powerful. No, I, I like that car. Because so. my second car which I've been I've a Ford just guy, recently though. departed. Like I've pretty much only driven Ford. I love Ford. Yeah. Don't tell Ben Byerly that. No. He's we don't. A, we don't talk about Ben. He's a bitch about. We don't Ford. talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Fight Club. We don't. There's talk about so many Jada. things we don't talk about. For uh, people that literally are doing a talking podcast right now, we there's so many things we won't talk about. Yeah. Ben, Bruno, Fight Club, and Jada. No, I'll talk about Jada. Yeah. I'm willing to go there. Jada Smith. Jada Pinkett. 
That's what I meant. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, but no, like, and then my second car was a 2013 Ford F-150, which yeah. the the 2009-2013 is much nicer to drive. Yeah. Just they they did a whole new power steering sure. unit, and it's just much nicer to drive. But driving a truck is a much different experience. Yeah, and coming back to my new Elantra, I just recently parted with the Ford. Coming back to the Elantra. I feel like I'm driving a go-kart. Yeah. Dude, I get the appeal of people wanting a truck. I get it. And I might have one down the road if I can afford it. It's like, oh, that's like a, you know, work truck type of thing. Get stuff done. Fair. As a daily driver, I want a little go-kart car. I'm looking at buying a Mazda 3. I'm so excited. That Mazda 3 is going to be fun to I'm drive. so excited, dude. Mazdas are fun. Yeah. Is it just the baseline as far as like the engine goes? Um, Technically, no. Even though, what, yes. What, what engine is it? It's a 2.5... Um, Four-cylinder? Inline four. Yeah, it has like 190 horsepower. So it's not It's not like fantastic. But I'm for that small... Of, what? Yeah. I think I'm pulling 185 in my launcher outside. Is it that high? I think so. The Elantra? Yeah. Well, they were like 150, dude. Let me search this. Okay. Anyway, um, for that small of a car, not bad. No, and I think driving a slow car fast is almost as fun as driving a fast car fast. Yeah. Because you don't feel like you're going to die. Yeah. Let's no, see. and you can push that car to the limits and nothing's going to happen. You know? No, I'm pulling 148. Yeah, I was right. going to say, I'm like, that seems high to me. Yeah. So. Um, so like one, I think it's like 188, 186, something like that. But it's not horsepower that matters. It's driving that thing like a madman. Yeah. And Moz is known for their handling and I'm, I don't know how to drive a stick, but other than that, I like, is it a stick? No, I'm just saying I love to drive. You need to learn how to drive a stick. That's what I'm saying. Get a stick. Can you get a stick in this Mazda? Not really. Not in the configuration that I want. Mm. So, no. I would sacrifice for the stick. I wouldn't. Um, you can't call yourself a, a car enthusiast or a petrol head. See, that that's the point I was going to make, is like, I don't know how to drive stick. Other than that, though, freaking love to drive. I'm a big driving guy. Yeah. Like, I love to drive. Yeah. I like, drive, I commute, I was commuting to work, and the commute was just too long. But did I enjoy like driving? Gas wise, the, just the too act expensive. of driving to myself is never is never a thing. Like I can drive an hour every day and I never get sick of no. it. Yeah, it's fun because I, I like also it. drive really too fast. Ah, never had a speeding ticket. Me neither. I've been pulled over once on the freeway. I was going eighty That's on the kind freeway. Of ridiculous. And for he, those listening outside of Utah, if there are any of you, seventy is the speed limit. Yeah, on our because some. Some interstate highways are... 55. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Utah does have higher speed limits. Um, and people still speed, so... Well, I was talking to a cop <laughs> about this in my law enforcement <laughs> class two years ago. And the guy goes, if you're going 80 on the freeway, like, come on. Like, everyone goes 80 that's on the freeway. What I, that's, I go 85 on the freeway. Yeah, so I was going 80 in the, the carpool lane. Oh, come yeah, on. You no pulled over no joke. So this cop's light uh, lights up behind me, and I'm like, damn it. 
the first time I've ever even been pulled over by a cop. So I get all the way over to the right, pull over, walks up. I was going to like some doctor's appointment or something in Salt Lake. I don't remember what it was. Um, and I, he's like, where are you heading? I'm like, whatever. Um, I give him my license and he comes back. He's like, all right, well, it looks like you, you know, haven't had any warnings and stuff. And he's like, you know, I uh, clocked you going 10 over. And I'm like, yeah, sounds about right. And he's like, all right, I'm going to let you off with a warning. And I'm like, why the hell this did you pull? Huge waste of Why time. the hell did you pull me over in the first place? The whole warning system for like stuff like that, dude. Because I, like, I get it. if I'm going ninety, pull me over. I get it. And I'm going ninety, but like the, time. the thing is though, is I was going eighty, and the rest of traffic was going seventy, seventy-five. That was the problem. Is I was going faster than the speed of traffic. But when I drove down here today, traffic is probably going ninety. Like, yeah. traffic goes really fast on I-15. Yeah. And if I was going, like, 85, no chance I get pulled over. No way. Even if a cop clocks me at 86 miles an hour, he's not going to pull me over. No, because the guy next to you is going 90. Exactly. Yeah. So it's you, all comparison. Basically, kids, if you're listening, go as fast as you want as long as you're the second fastest one around. I disagree. Okay. Because I've been pulled over... Half a dozen times, probably. <laughs> really? <laughs> One time was for my expired registration, which is not my fault because I was driving my dad's car. Sure. Headlight out one time, okay. which was in the Mercedes, which, again, nothing I can do because the actual headlight configuration was broken. My <laughs> headlight was working. It was just facing <laughs> inward on the Blame on the deer. Blame my, my, on Richard. I, I, want, I want to visualize this for the yeah. listeners. The headlight was facing almost inward on the engine. It was shining <laughs> down onto my wheelbase. <laughs> like, my wheel was illuminated. Right. My tire and wheel, my front left tire and wheel were illuminated by the headlight. Yeah, but as far as front facing, might as well be gone. So I got pulled over for that. Sure. Four other times I've been pulled over for speeding. <laughs> Not one ticket, huh? I've got I got a ticket for the registration. Okay. I've never had a speeding ticket. One time I was going about seventy-five and thirty-five. <laughs> at two a.m. Damn. My parents don't know about this one either. If you're listening, parents, I got off with a warning. Because I was just saying, I'm super sorry. He's like, where you come from? I'm coming from work. I was working at Crumble Cookie at the time, and this guy was... The manager 2 a.m.? Yeah, the manager was overworking me so hard. Jeez. Like, illegal overworking. Yeah. So I'm telling him, I'm coming home from work. He's like, it's awfully late. And I'm like, I know my boss. Like, I was super exhausted. I just, if you're just so sorry about it... Yeah. Like, yeah, I understand, officer. Like, I was just being really stupid. Like, I'm, I'm really sorry. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. Most time, he came back and he's like, listen, man, you're going way too fast. But... I'm not going to give you a ticket. I'm going to let you off with the warning. But again, way too fast. If you're ever caught with that again, you're going to get a huge ticket. Right. And I'm like, the other thing is it's 2 a.m. If you're doing it that at 7 p.m., you're getting a ticket. Same road that was Richard on. That I hit Richard on. When I was <laughs> like, doing the dude, that's road. a gnarly road to speed on. <laughs> it, not necessarily. It was 6,000 miles. So it's the road that leads to okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, that road's straight. Yeah. But. 75, though. Yeah. Like, I get maybe pushing, like, 45, 50, 75. Said, I got pulled over 63 and 45. <sighs> I didn't get a ticket then. That was on Father's Day, 2020. Um, I've gotten pulled over for 55 and 25. Again, no ticket. And then I got pulled over for How? 43 and a 35. That was the one that was closest to a ticket. That, okay, well, I've gotten pulled over for some gnarly speeding. I'm just like so apologetic. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just sorry, officer. I'm I'm being stupid. Like, 
this is just a complete waste of your time because I shouldn't be doing. I shouldn't be putting you in the position where you got to pull over a sixteen-year-old. You were sixteen. Yeah, dude. All of this time, I haven't oh. been pulled over in about two years, and I'm going faster now. <laughs> oh my god! I've just gotten really good at looking for cops. <laughs> this is my. I would. I would like to. My name is Walter Hartwell White, yeah. and this is my confession. Wow. But the moral of the story is, if you just are act like, like, you need a brown nose the cop, and you need to act like you are the sorriest mofo on this planet. Yeah. And just, even if you're not, I'm not. I've when, never been sorry about speeding. Win an Oscar. Like when I pull away from the cop and I'm going 75 and a 35, you best believe the moment I turn that corner, I'm going 55 and a 25. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not speeding when I hit the deer, though, because it was snowing. It's probably smart. So, I've never hit now, a child. Now, imagine if you were going 75 when you hit that deer. <laughs> that deer would have flown to Kingdom Come. Yeah. <laughs> you might not be here. <laughs> Honestly? Anyways. Oof. Um, it's time... To wrap up. Yeah. We've had a very positive episode. We're looking at like an hour and 10 minutes right now. Um, very nice. I hate to just draw back to this point because it's probably been about 20 minutes since we lost this guy. But the boy's out of 10. Oh my God. <laughs> we totally just completely. I just uh, want the boy's I'm, out of 10 rating. Uh, I'm sticking with 8 again. I'll stick with a 9.5. Okay. Because like it's a solid show. We talked about our favorite TV shows on the first episode. I would like to throw Top Gear into that top four and take out Family Guy. First off, I love Family Guy, but Top Gear yeah. it just has the most special place in my heart. Original Top Gear, yeah. And if we're including all of Top Gear, then give me the Grand Tour because I don't think there's a single bad thing of the Grand Tour. Yeah, I would. I've watched. Can we just call that trio in what the are, top four? Yeah, because totally fine with that. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll call that trio. But then again, I don't put Hammond's Workshop. I'm telling those three together. Together, yeah. Is in my top four. You need to watch Clarkson's Farm. I think I'll you'll watch like it. it. By the time we meet next, I will have watched Clarkson Farms because I've got some long-ass flights coming you're up. You're going on vacation. Here's the thing. Um, we we're going to release episode two. By the time we're talking this, episode two still has not been released due to technical issues. Mainly, mainly being that yeah, I don't want to pay $9 a month. doesn't know what the hell he's doing, but... We'll figure it out, I'm sure. I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't want to pay $9 a month. But we figured it oh, out. Oh, right. We're going to swallow the okay. bullet. Yep. We're going to pay $4.50 a month each so that we each. can keep bringing this awesome podcast so to you. random people can listen to us. Including, uh, what was our... Oh, email. Please email us at shadesandlightpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, we got a question. We got a question this week. We're going to get to it when we're back. So we're yeah. going to release episode two. Um, on Tuesday, October 4th. Yep. We're going to release this episode on Tuesday, October 11th. And when do you get back? And we're going to release episode four on... Call it about the 22nd, 23rd. So we're going to be a little bit over the week mark. We want to be doing it every week. I know it's been a long that's, time that's since That's fine. The 25th is the next, like... It's a two-week jump, so we, yeah, we, we might take a week off. It's fine. We've taken like four weeks off, but we're so, well. Here's the thing: is that we recorded one, yeah, 
Again, just nine dollars is a lot for a college student to swallow. <laughs> We're really struggling here. Uh, we do accept donations. We're gonna accept donations. No idea where those donations. I go. would just like you to email us and be like, "Hey, I, I want, want to give you my money." I, yeah, and we'll talk. Just uh, we'll even uh, we'll go out to lunch sometime, and I'll, I want to open a dialogue. I'm not paying for lunch, but I want to open. <laughs> oh yeah, we can't afford that. <laughs> I, I, you'll you'll pay for lunch, and we'll talk about it. I want to open a dialogue for any listeners out there that we will accept donations. Just email us again, shadesandnightpod at gmail.com. Please email your questions. I want to hear some feedback. I want to hear, as Zach handles the feedback, I'll handle the questions. Hot take. Give us your hot takes. Give us your hot takes. On anything you want. Literally we'll anything. We talk about literally anything. At all. A lot, of, a lot of sports on here. That's fine. I love sports. We love cars. We love each other. E- Are we there yet? This is the deep talk we've been talking about. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for this deep talk yet. Can Next you... week we're going to have deep talks. I like that. Um, we got to have Jackson on. We need to have Jackson on, and we're going to do the 36 questions on falling in love with a stranger. The New York Times article. That's next. That's Write next. it down. That's a good idea. It is a fantastic idea. And I'm going to fall in love with you. I'm already in love with Jackson. I'm going to learn to love you. Not necessarily fall in love, but I'm gonna my, I'm gonna open up my heart and learn. I have to learn yeah, that. We'll have we'll have Jackson here at some point. Um, Jackson, he's gonna, Mr. Jackson Curtis. Yeah, he's gonna Esquire. Don't forget the Esquire. Yes. Um, talk about what grinds his gears. We need to talk about what grinds our gears. But for the time being, I'm just a happy individual. Yeah, we're we're chilling. I mean, we're negative vibing. things that can happen in my life. I'm just rolling with the punches, man. Eventually, life. The quote Ryan Gosling, my favorite movie, La La Land. Eventually. Very average movie, in my opinion. Eventually, life is going to get sick of punching me, and I'm going to start hitting back. I like that. Right? I'm just rolling with the punches. Yeah. And I'm happy despite the fact that everything can go wrong. Rolling with the Changes, song by Ario Speedwagon. Haven't heard it. I'll oh. listen to it on the way home. Okay, it's a solid song. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Chalk it up. In the books. I've got nothing else to say. Zach, you want to leave with a party message? Um, Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a deep breath, takes a pause, and then says no. Well, I I think we're good. Hope you guys have a good night. This has been our uh, late night podcast. Shades of it. And we're actually recording this one late at night. Um, We, 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 We record most of them late at night. Ladies and gentlemen, keep rolling with the punches. Eventually, life is going to get tired, and you can get punch. Punch back. Punch. And you can punch back. Go punch something. Go punch something. Go punch other people. Fight don't, Club. We don't talk about Fight Club. Damn it. I broke number one. Rule number one All and right. rule number two. Okay, I'm saying goodnight to the listeners now. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, roll with the punches. Good night. Good night. <laughs>